welcome everybody to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. What's happening, everyone? Welcome back to the ZA Trading Podcast. Uh, sorry, I've not been doing these as frequently as promised. Uh, you know, we've had a lot going on recently with the uh, recently launched member zone, which has taken up quite a lot of my time. Uh, kind of all the energy has been focused there because it's um, it's been incredibly well received, and uh, I've not. I mean, I've had the time, but I've had to kind of put the effort um, elsewhere. So I've put the podcast on hold. For a little while but it was amazing to see actually because some people were actually asking about the podcast but a lot of people recently have been uh, requesting um you know more episodes and asking when the next one's going to be out and that honestly it's so refreshing to hear if you're one of them and you're listening to this because when we first started doing this there was only about five or ten people um listening um so it was really just a case of trying to put the the message out there and just helping as many people because some people you like to hear a voice, there's a bit more of a personal aspect to it and um, it's free education for you guys so um, it's just kind of uh, doing what I can to put the uh, the content and the, and the knowledge out there um, through you know various uh, means and various platforms. So thank you very much if you are one of those. So as I promised I did say on Instagram that I would talk about um, some popular kind of dieting methods and intermittent fasting and keto specifically because I'm not really sure what's been going on, but we've been getting a lot of DMs recently. I think it's because there's a post I put out um, about two weeks ago, I think it was, on IF, or a video I did as well, actually a couple of days ago, and some kind of people kicked up a fuss about it, um, and I want to I wanna speak about it because I, I think there are a couple of things that I'm very open to, I will not advise on, especially if it's in the field of kind of uh, medicine. Uh, but there are a couple of things where it's just black and white where you can where you know if you're well educated and you know what you're doing and if you know where to look then the information is right there in front of you but sometimes people don't want to believe that okay so intermittent fasting is one of them now I've got I know a lot of people people from all types of uh, backgrounds professions uh, that promote intermittent fasting for various reasons and I you know I've had discussions with them but I can't really impose my belief on them because it's not really my belief it's what the research and the studies and the evidence actually says but i just leave people to it as long as they're not being too kind of dangerous with what they give out um and uh, i saw something the other day actually on facebook with someone um quite well known and in around uh, kind of scotland putting out something on intermittent fasting trying it how it has benefits for cleansing and detoxing weight loss um which is false um, it can have benefits on, I hate the word detox, but essentially what you can do is you can, um, down, the problem with fasting is you can downregulate quite a lot of hormones as well, but one of the benefits that can come from it um, is especially for those that have problems with uh, carbohydrates because it can help with insulin sensitivity, but definitely not long term. But for those um, that do have diabetes, I mean, some people are asking about them being diabetic and this individual was still saying to them, just go for it and try it. And I thought that was quite quite dangerous it was quite irresponsible because when you've got diabetes 
your uh, your GP will tell you if you should be fasting or not, just depending on what your blood glucose is like, so and how your insulin um, uh, signaling is like. But you know, to say that fasting should be for everyone, it's a bit false. And I, you know, I've got so many questions. People sending over DMs saying, "Oh, it worked for my friend. It worked for my family member," and they said it works. So you're wrong. Uh, well, not exactly. Okay, and I'm going to explain why in a second. So when it comes to weight loss, remember we talk about the goal, which is really fat loss, but I'm just going to use weight loss because that's what people um, know it as. It's all about creating a calorie deficit. You know, it's you're probably sick of this term, but it's true. So what we need to do is we need to find out how much energy we need per day, so calories, just to maintain their body weight. So every single person on this planet has a certain number of calories that just keeps their body um, in balance. So this is the amount of calories they need just to breathe, to live, to digest foods, to carry out their day-to-day -day function. We're not putting exercise, we're not factoring that in yet. But ultimately, it's just that amount of calories. Now, this will differ from day to day because not everyone's going to have the same activity levels every day. Sometimes you might have a bit more of a busier, more strenuous day in terms of activity. But let's just say for this, for the purpose of this podcast, it's about 1800. Okay, so between 17 and 1800. Now, in order to lose weight, you need to be consuming below that. The way to do that is by eating less food, which I probably don't recommend just now, or exercising because by exercising, you're burning calories. So what then happens is when you're taking in about 17 to 1800 calories, and then if you start exercising on top of that, you're creating a negative energy balance because the body is used to a supply of so many calories. When you take that supply away, either by reducing food or by exercising, the body then goes, holy crap, what's going on here? We need to find some energy to keep this body alive. When I say alive, I don't literally mean dead. Um, but what I mean is just to keep uh, used to what we're used to getting, really, okay, if that makes sense. So the body starts to struggle. Now, in an ideal scenario, if this is where fat loss will happen because the body goes, right, here's some fat lying around, we can use this for fuel. Because that's how fat comes off. Fat comes off when, they're, when the body uses, or the, the body needs, an alternative fuel source. The problem that we have is, and this is where women are most guilty, and this is why we're trying to do this, is because uh, muscle is the number one thing that ends up kind of uh, burning away. And this is a ca catastrophic uh, kind of scenario to be in when it comes to female fat loss. Because when you fast, when you go for a crazy calorie deficit, you're flushing out a heck of a lot of water, you're burning through a hell of a lot of muscle, you'll be weak, you have no energy, you have no strength when it comes to exercising. And then over time, because your muscle is wasting away, you the aging process is going to speed up and you'll be more prone to injuries and then weight gain will happen. And it'll be a lot easier as you kind of get older, especially towards menopause, because your body naturally slows down um, anyway. And that's kind of the whole process. So the what ends up happening with fasting is, think about this, right? Ramadan. So for those that observe Ramadan and for those that fast for religious uh, purposes, um, like myself, um, you know, other than Ramadan, there are various times in the Islamic calendar that you kind uh, of fast as well. But if you're fasting for that purpose, you know, uh, that's absolutely perfect. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're fasting for fat loss, that's completely different. Okay. Now, when it comes to Ramadan, you know, you fast for so long and then it's time to eat. So you've got like between iftar and um, fajr time is about between six to seven hours, depending on what time of the year it is. Now, typically what people end up doing is they stuff their faces when it's time to open up the fast 
and then they're kind of sluggish and you're tired and you have no energy when it, especially when it comes to praying you're just kind of falling all over the place um and then you don't really eat much you might snack a little bit and then when it comes to fudger time so when you're at kind of uh, seheri time you don't eat much and then you maybe a bowl of cereal or something or in some cases a cigarette <laughs> um, and then you go to sleep so you've taken in possibly about 1200 calories 1300 calories depending on what you've had and then that's really it but think about what you've actually done there you've just eaten less food there's not going it's not going it's not going to be easy eating the same volume of food that you have on a day to day basis um, and doing that in Ramadan because you've only got so many hours to eat. So by fasting, all you've done is you've cut down the number of hours that you have to eat. That's all. Okay, that's all that is happening. So when it comes to any form of fasting, whatever method of fasting it is, I know there's a lot of crazy names out there, all the fasting is really doing is shortening the time that you have to eat because when you've got so many hours to eat, especially when it's very few hours, you're not going to be able to eat that much. Thus, you've actually just created a calorie deficit and then as a result of that, you can then see a little bit of uh, weight drop off if you keep it consistent. The problem with this approach um, for those that are starting out and especially females is because it's not easy to take in a lot of protein during that time and because your appetite is naturally quite uh, small anyway, you're not going to eat enough. So the whole starvation myth thing is kind of a myth because um, there's... There, it's difficult to explain. I think a lot of people can tie that in with metabolism, but um, even I don't talk about it much is because there's no real kind of study uh, to show what starvation mode actually is. I think the, the accepted definition of it is it's when your body starts to shut down, when you've had so little food and your body won't burn fat because it's in starvation mode. Um, there's a lot more to it. So and I think now, uh, now a lot of the experts are kind of uh, reading more into it and they're realizing that it's not all about just, oh, I'm in starvation mode, so I can't lose body fat. That's not how it works. But because women don't eat enough, their body uh, their, their body fat's going to be a lot more stubborn. The body will be more reluctant to let go of body fat because body fat for women is very important, actually, especially when it comes to pregnancy. So ladies naturally have more body fat on them, which is why, <laughs> fun fact, um, which is why if there was ever, God forbid, there ever was a famine of any sort, um, women would actually outlive men because they've got more body fat on them. Um, so yeah, men are almost kind of useless if you think about it. Um, it sounds kind of weird that I'm saying that, but it's quite important to understand this because from uh, an evolutionary point of view, uh, the men's job, really the man's job, it's just to provide the, the sperm and then it's for the woman to actually, uh, from conception to kind of raising the child and everything and um, you guys are essentially uh, responsible for everything else thereafter so your bodies go through a heck of a lot for a man for their hormones it's quite straightforward which is why fat loss is a bit more simpler but women go through many fluctuations and this is why you guys struggle and panic especially when it comes to you know things like your menstrual cycle because you start to see bloating and all that kind of stuff and um, a lot of water retention especially so it's it's not easy for you guys and I totally sympathize and understand that I really do but um, you guys uh, you know if you can achieve uh, fat loss and if you can be happy with yourself that's the most it's more important than it is for a man honestly like I whenever we work with women whenever you know especially those that have joined the member zone I've only been training for about two to three weeks and they're feeling awesome and that's a win for me like when we see those kind of comments and when people work with our uh, personal training program and they've got to their ideal body shape that is it's the best feeling ever when i see that so yeah i'm kind of gone off topic there but anyway so 
The, the fasting itself, all it's really doing is just cutting the time that you have to eat, thus you get into a calorie deficit. Problem with that is because you're not eating enough or enough protein especially, you have a, 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 a kind of a, a more, there's more of a tendency for protein to kind of just start degrading waste away, which is what we do not want. If we want a bit of lean and a bit of tone on our, uh, if we want to achieve that lean look and have a bit of tone on our body, we need to have some muscle. Women cannot build a lot of muscle as it is, especially if you think you're going to be weight training all the time, which is impossible. It's not going to happen. Okay, you don't have the hormones for it. Or even for a man, it's quite difficult. But yeah, so when it comes to cleansing and detoxing and stuff, the only cleanser or the detoxifier that you need in your bloody body is your liver. If you can keep that healthy, everything else will be fine. Okay, so fasting, even though a lot of, I've seen comments about resetting your hormones, all this nonsense, um, there's no real specific evidence to show. Reading a two or three cherry-picked articles off the internet, um, it's not wise to do that. You need to either consult with a GP, but then again, GPs, when it comes to the fitness side of things, they're not the most, um, what's the best word for it? Uh, they're not the most up-to-date with things. Um, that's not to say they're stupid, absolutely not. You need to make sure you rely on them when it comes to certain things, but when it comes to fitness, they're not best placed to give certain bits of advice, so just be wary of that. But when it comes to kind of detoxing, if you keep your liver healthy, you'll be fine, okay? Like, that's all you really need. So fasting can be done. We do fasting with members, uh, for some of our members, especially our personal training clients, because some of you guys are very busy in the morning and you don't have time to eat, and that's fine. I'll just say, right, have a cup of black coffee if you want, have a lot of water, get on with your day, and then eat later on in the morning if you can. Just add a little bit more protein in the rest of your meal so you can make up for that. Done. No harm done there, okay? So people can manage that. They don't get cravings and they can get on with it. But for a lot of people who struggle badly, I would say stop doing it, okay? So that's it. Fasting itself does not burn the body fat, okay? Let me say that again. It does not directly burn the body fat. When you're hungry and you get the stomach growls, especially when you're fasting, that's not your fat coming off, okay? Fat will only be released and kind of bathroomed out or breathed out and just lost essentially. When your body uses it as fuel, Fasting directly does not burn the fat, okay? Please remember that. Now, if anyone wants to challenge me on that, they want to discuss this further, um, I'll be more than happy to kind of refer you to, you know, proper uh, articles, researches, studies, evidence out there to show this, just because I don't want you guys to spin your wheels and think you're, you know, by doing this specific thing, you're going to get results because you're going to be miserable and you're not going to enjoy it. Um, so yeah, get in touch if you've got any questions about that. Keto, um, it's the same kind of idea. Again, think about what you're doing. Carbohydrates have a calorie value, so by reducing carbs completely or quite a bit, what you've done is you've, you've removed calories. That's it. Okay, so just like fasting, you're not eating as much because of the amount of time that you have to eat, thus you're in a calorie deficit. With keto or ketosis, what you're doing really is you've, the large reduction of carbohydrates has caused you to lose a lot of calories, thus another way to achieve a calorie deficit. And again, the biggest problem here is because a lot of women don't have enough protein as it is. They've got a massive, uh, there's, a, there's a big problem here because, pro, uh, because there's not enough protein coming in, muscle loss will be inevitable in that case. And this is why ladies, especially when they do keto, um, they start to feel quite, uh, kind of, there'll be lack of energy and no strength or anything. Now, another fact that you guys need to be aware of is carbohydrates and water go hand in hand. So the more carbs you have in your uh, your diet, the more water you hold on. So when, uh, well, for the geeks out there, this is a fun fact. 
one gram of carbohydrate pulls in between three to four grams of water. So when people or when your friend or your family member or that person that told you keto works for them uh, because they checked their weight on the scale and it went low, this is what's happening, okay? They've gone keto for maybe three or four days. They then weighed themselves, which as you should know by now is probably the worst way to check your progress. They've weighed themselves on the scale and they've noticed their weights dropped. Okay, the reason for that is because when you've dropped carbohydrates, you're flushing a lot of the water out because there's not enough water retention in your cells. Because when you eat more carbohydrates, there's more water being held in the body and the muscle cells. Okay, so when you reduce carbohydrates in any way, shape or form, there will be more water being flushed out of the body. Think about what happens there. Water contributes to your overall body weight. So when you step on the scale, you will notice your weight's going to drop quite drastically quite a bit you will then get happy and you will then think right woohoo this is the weight loss happening i'm getting in shape where all you're really doing is you just drop your body weight if that's the goal then go for it you know if you're like a, an athlete like a boxer or something like that when it comes to weight dropping then these kind of uh, methods are quite commonly used but i'm guessing you want to look good and you want to feel good i'm guessing okay and if that's the case, then keto probably won't be the best idea because when you look at the scale, the scale, when you step on the scale, your weight is made up of muscle, water inside and outside your cells, water in and around the body, it's, uh, body fat as well, food matter, if you've not been to the bathroom, that stuff kicking up. But there's a lot to consider. So when you step on the scale and you think, right, I've lost two stones, two stones of what? what? What are you trying to chase? Are you trying to chase the weight drop? Because I guarantee you, if you continue doing this, and instead, if you took uh, photos as well with it, so if you did progress photos every 10 to 14 days and you continued weighing yourself, you'll notice there won't be much of a difference if you did keto because your body weight may have dropped on the scale, but you're gonna look exactly the same. Okay, if not, uh, worse because you'll look quite um, kind of, there's that skinny chop. Now I've got nothing against this because everyone should be happy with um, how they feel, but I'm putting this out there for those that really want to change. This is not for everyone. But when you look at yourself in the mirror, you'll notice you'll get that kind of skinny chubby look um, and you you kind of the skin will be sagging and all that kind of stuff. Uh, people, you know, a lot of ladies don't like that from what we've come across. Um, so, yeah, so weighing yourself is probably not the best way. So keto with a reduction of carbohydrates. Yes, you've reduced you re, you've reduced calories. Yes, you've reduced a lot of water in the body. There will be a lot of water being flushed out. There may be an, an initial fat being dropped off, but it will stall eventually, especially if you're not exercising. Because some people think, right, I'm not, I've got no time to exercise, I'll just go keto. And that's the worst thing you can actually do because you might, you'll have that initial weight loss through water, a little bit of fat loss, but then that's it. Your body's just going to get used to it and it's not going to like it. You need to be doing, you may be taking enough protein. I'll do another podcast on what you need to do. I did this in my last one, but this is more just about the dietary trends and uh, stuff that you probably should not be doing. So keto and fasting, they can be used, but for the majority of people, especially ladies out there in our audience, I would say no, they directly do not cause fat loss, okay? Now, the other thing I wanted to touch upon very quickly before I go off on a tangent is I don't pay much attention to popular dieting, uh, kind of dietary systems. So you've got your Weight Watchers and Slimming World, but the one that kind of fascinated me a little bit was the one that has a sin system and the one that has a free food system. The free food one is a little bit weird because no food is free food because listen, you can overconsume in calories on broccoli or you know packets of crisps. And both of them, if you overconsume on them, will cause weight gain. 
are you surprised? Well, you shouldn't be because at the end of the day, all food has energy value, calories. So you can easily eat kind of 50 apples per day and you can easily weight gain. Not that you would, but you can gain weight. Uh, just like you would eat 10 packets of crisps or whatever it may be if you consistently did this. So the idea of food being free, I'm not a big fan of because even though I can see the rationale behind it because people won't really overdo it, but you need to kind of uh, understand because they're not really educating a lot of people. They just say, okay, here's a list of foods. When you give someone a list of foods that they can have, and when you give them a list of foods that are considered sins and what they can't have, this is a major problem because you then see certain things, certain foods that you've had for so long that you've resonated with, that you've had since uh, you know being a kid uh, as forbidden fruit, and you want it even more, and it creates you know crazy bad relationships with food because you know it's a relationship essentially. What you do not want to do is get to the point where you are not able to go out and enjoy yourself because you know there's a sin system here or because it's not gonna um it's gonna throw your your progress off track but rather than doing that why don't you bloody exercise go for a walk have 80 percent of your diet of good quality foods and then give yourself 20 percent go out and enjoy yourself a little bit yes weight loss can still be achieved so i'm not really a big fan of it um people will again may challenge me on that but i need to just kind of give you my opinion on that and just say there's a lot more uh, there's, a, there's a much more easier way of doing it, which I'll discuss next time. But I've spoken about it a lot anyway. So yeah, just food is not... Don't don't reward yourself with food. Again, I like saying this all the time, but we are not puppies. We're not dogs. We don't need to reward ourselves with food. We should be able to eat good quality foods that we enjoy and still have a tea and two to three biscuits or a packet of crisp or whatever the hell it is that you enjoy after putting the kids down. Okay, so a lot of people, ladies especially, you know, our main uh, demographic uh, is the female demographic. And we work a lot with busy mums out there who have a lot going on. And when they want to wind down, guess what? We let them wind down. I just say to them, right, let's do this earlier in the day. And then you can relax later on and have a little biscuit, have some tea, chill. Okay, so um, I just thought I'd kind of say that there. So the last part of the podcast, very quickly I've gone on, is going to be you busy mums out there. So 95% of our clientele, busy mums, especially with the Asian uh, kind of the Asian audience out there, and um, it's something that I've been fascinated with because I am Asian myself, but having seen and been around a lot of it, I can understand the struggles, and uh, especially when it comes to losing weight because, you know, this is a fitness podcast and health, a health and fitness podcast, but I don't want to go off on a tangent, but, you know, I, even though I don't look Asian myself, but the culture that we are in, I absolutely despise that at times, especially when it comes to body image, because we are told that we should look a certain way. If you're married, your husband's not exactly going to be supportive. I know, it, it, honestly, it break. It sounds a bit corny, but it does. It actually breaks my heart when I see DMs coming in. So we get these at least every second day, with DMs coming in, and uh, people updating us on our progress, and you know they're stuck in a rut and they're really sad, down and depressed even. And they're saying that their husbands are not supporting them. They want them to stay fat because they don't want other guys to look at them. And um, they're not, they don't let them eat healthy. And I'm just thinking, what the hell has this place come to? Seriously, like what's going on here? And a lot of ladies that are messaging are kind of accepted that this is kind of the way their life is going to be. So their job, they think, okay, we'll just have the kid now and we'll just be at home and we'll look after the house and we can't be happy with our with our body. And it's husband, you know, the breadwinner. 
um, goes and does whatever and comes back and then gets fed and all that blah 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 blah. But when it comes to fitness and health and body image, the the husband's not really been supportive and or especially when it comes to the family. Like we've had we've had so many DMs about ladies who have gone to their in laws or gone to their mums or wherever it may be, and they've they've shared with them that they're going on a fitness journey and they've been outright laughed at. And we, you know, it's happened to some of our clients where they've been over and, you know, they've been very emotional and they've come to us and I'll get them, I'll get them on the phone. We normally have like phone calls and stuff like that um, just to kind of see how they're getting on. Um, and, you know, one of them was, was quite upset because they went to their mums and they kind of laughed pretty much in their face. And I that I didn't really know what to say, to be honest. I knew that this is a thing that existed, but it really, really saddened and it quite upset me that this is an actual thing that's still happening now because typically we are known in this culture to put other people down and especially when it comes to uh, I think negativity is the best word but when it comes to uh, something we can't do so whenever you know someone can't do something they will instantly tell you you can't do it but the good thing about fat loss and weight loss is it can be done because weight you know god forbid it's going to be anything much more dangerous like like various forms of cancer that are just so much more complicated and some that can't be reversed, you know, and that's a really sad scenario to be in, but with weight loss, you can reverse it because body fat is just stored energy. It's energy that's just waiting to go. So for a lot of ladies that are listening to this just now, if you think that you're never gonna be able to get in shape, please get that out of your head because that fat that's sitting in and around your body, that can be lost, is waiting there to be lost. It's just, you need to do a couple of things to get your body to use that as fuel, but please don't lose hope because there's never going to be a situation on this planet where everyone's going to be stuck with, with body fat and it's not going to go anywhere. You know, born fat, uh, big boned, which is the funniest one, actually. I shouldn't laugh at that, but um, I think I've seen some funny pictures of <laughs> the women who say that they're big boned and then you see the big, the actual massive bones and it's like, right, how crazy does this look? But, um, you know, with, with these situations, this is why we work a lot with the female uh, kind of uh, the markets because... Number one, it would be a much easier job working with guys because you tell them what to do. It's all being alpha male and they'll just kind of get on with it and do it. But with the women, you've got many things to contend with. And uh, the reason that we work a lot more with those that are kind of the busy mums that've got the kids and stuff is because we put protocols in place. We put you in a support group where the, you'll be joined with the other, the, you know, the other ladies are in a similar situation and it just brings, has a bit of togetherness and it means that you've got someone there out with your family, uh, your husband and your friends who don't support what you're doing, that can help you. And I'm not doing this to try and sell anything to you, it's just to tell you that you do need to can try and just keep remembering that there is a way out of this, okay? So if you're currently sitting there and you're unhappy with your weight and you think you're just gonna have to give up and that's it, then please remember, body fat can be lost. Uh, you can 100% uh, reverse this, okay? So don't, don't ever think you're stuck with this. And if you are in that situation, like I said, you know how responsive we are to DMs. Drop us a message on Instagram. You know, even go on the website and send us an email in the contact form. Just get in touch. Make that first move and, I, you know, we can send over just some general recommendations for you just to get going. You know, I'm not going to say join our personal training or join our members on. Absolutely not. Okay, I'm not going to do that. I just want you guys to just at this moment in time remember that if you think you've, if there's a lot going on at the moment, Life's a big struggle just now and you really are thinking, right, um, I'm sick of seeing myself this way every single morning. I'm sick of being tired. You know, when the when I'm doing the chores and stuff like that, there's not much time for me at the end of the day and I'd rather just sit and watch TV and just chill out and then I've got to do it all over again. Um, try and it's not easy to get out of your head, but just try and keep with the back of your mind that after you've listened to this podcast that 
you absolutely can reverse it. It, is, it can be done. Hey, guess what? We've done it with so many women, okay? Easily. And we have worked with some of the most, when I say difficult, I don't mean, oh, they're being difficult. I mean the most difficult scenarios whereby they have had a hell of a lot going on. You know, I'm okay to share this. I won't give any names, but we've, in the from the two, three years we've been doing this, we've worked with those that have been divorced, those that have um, been widowed, uh, believe it or not. And it's just some crazy scenarios that have come across and it's opened my eyes quite a lot and it's it's a beautiful process to see someone who's completely stuck in a rut can get out of it and it really when you become happy with your body you have so much more confidence doing everything else and that's probably one of the biggest upsides um to following a quote-unquote health and fitness journey um but yes yeah, i just wanted to give you a bit of a pep talk there i'm not the kind of motivational speaker by any means but just from experience, I just want to tell you guys, please uh, gonna keep your head up and just drop us a message. I'll be more than happy to have a chat with you. So guys, this is just under 30 minutes. Thank you very much for bearing with me. Apologies if this mic has been a bit louder than normal and if you had to turn your volume down because um, I'm not the more, even though I'm not that old, but when it comes to tech, I'm still a wee bit. Uh, kind of oh, a Scottish accent a wee bit a little bit slow when it comes to technology so the the microphone just uh, set up had been a little bit weird so it's coming out quite loud on the headset here but um yeah I'm going to sign off now thank you very much for bearing with me that's 30 minutes out of your day um that you've had to listen to my voice and I, I just want to say I appreciate the fact that you've done that so for those that did enjoy this if you've taken any value in this again drop us a message um you know it leave us a review as well on the podcast I'm not going to go and say leave a five-star review you know this is open for you guys it does help us a hell of a lot it helps us reach more people that are struggling and uh, if you do have uh, you know 10 seconds in your day just hop, hop on over and just leave a review let us know how you found it and uh, yeah, I hope to hear from you guys soon. So the next podcast I'll probably do in the next week. I should be able to get another one in soon. If you've got any recommendations uh, as to what you'd like me to talk about, then please uh, post that over Instagram or send an email over, just whichever one is easy. But yeah, guys, thank you very much for listening in. And I will catch up with you guys very soon. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.